This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Get a Casper mattress and get a great night's sleep. Try it for 100 nights risk-free. Go to casper.com slash Glenn and use the promo code Glenn. Get $50 towards the purchase of your mattress. Terms and conditions do apply. Hello, America, and welcome. Boy, do we need a little Christmas. We are going to... I saw something today that is one of the most cruel things I have ever seen. And that's when I said to the boys, break out the Christmas cheer. Because we need the real spirit of... Christmas and Christ's birth and thanksgiving and humility to permeate us. And there's only five weeks before Christmas. That's not enough time to to do anything besides dread that your relatives are coming and put up the tree and think about, geez, why didn't I put the lights away right last year? Five weeks till Christmas, we begin with the news of the day. And why we need Christmas more than ever, right now. The fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the program. Glad you're here. Stu's not in a good mood. He's cold. He can't identify as a man today because it's cold and he doesn't have his little heated blanket. I mean, I, 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 I respect the fact that you're not normalizing gender. However, right. uh, I have always been identifying as a woman in this room. Right. It's that cold all, every day. And that's nothing could Stu be used to have truth, to. Stu, yeah, I know. Stu used to have to leave the studio because he would look at me when he was a producer. He'd be in a little sweat box. And he'd come into my studio, and he, we would talk for, you know, during the break, and he would look at me and he'd say, it's time for you to go back on the air, and my hands are now blue. <laughs> and he would hold them up, and they really would be blue. Mm-hmm. You yes. are, you're pathetic. Well, now you've moved us to a new room. Um, well, because we're redoing the radio studios now. The, the election is over, and we were in the Oval Office, and so I didn't want people to have to work over the holiday, so we're... I like how you're... you're your you habit what? of randomly uh, throwing new things at us is, is passed off as a virtue here, which is nice. Uh, it's always fun. Um, but Where have you been if you didn't know that we were doing this no, the last months? I'm sitting in the months. same room with you every day, right? Yeah. Uh, but just never heard a word yeah, of it. not listening. But beyond that, it's yeah. nothing to do with that. Yeah. Uh, beyond that, however, the issue here is now I am on a, no, you're, a you're, you're identifying that, as a woman, no. and so it's just like a woman never listening to what the husband says. I've told you about this for months. I've told you. you told about- us, I believe, Jeffy's look. even Jeffy is looking at me as yes. if I'm right. Uh, well, you've the- told us that after the vacation, which was a, Christmas, a Thanksgiving break, which we're off next week, mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. that we were going to come back to. I hate to agree with situation. Stu, but yeah. thank you. I, I hate to disagree with Stu, but I knew about this. Yeah, thank you, Pat. Well, you you seemingly talked to him. No, he's a man. I'm a man. He's a man. I'm a man. Yes, you I are am. in the donut shop too often, and you're a woman. <laughs> so that explains all of it. Now, if you would like to continue. I would, continue because I have it. a nice, I've invested uh, my own funds. Yeah. In, a, in a wonderful electric blanket mm-hmm. that I put matched, on the couch. That matched, matched the other the couch. couch and what happened to the office. Snuggly or whatever that's called the that snuggie, we got you? It was, yeah, it was it got in a little bit of the way of the broadcast, I felt, yeah. especially with the, <laughs> <laughs> the milk kind of covering the microphone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I've innovated. I have seriously spent <laughs> probably $600 I know. Trying to on stay heaters. You could put, you put your little foot thing down here. Yeah, I did see. I did see. Do you want to know what your Christmas present's going to be? Yes, absolutely. I saw socks that you can plug in. <laughs> that sounds pretty good. Right. I have microwavable socks. No, these are socks you uh, actually but, plug in. What about what about for his hands? For his blue hands? Right. Do you have He'll have to rub his. I'll put little sockies on his hands. Okay. Too. I'm fine with mittens. I mean, look. I, if it wasn't for television, I just could I could just wrap yeah. myself in the yeah. snuggie. Yeah. But you know, you keep continuing to make us go on television. Not that the audience wants to see any of us on television. Uh, and because of that, I'm supposed to look like, I, I, you know, I'm not a, a woman uh, and, and covered in blankies. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> you keep taking away every single thing. Like, it's a constant adaptation to this new environment, mm-hmm. in which I'm, I'm just throwing money at this problem, trying to solve stop it. Wearing the, if you'd stop wearing the skirts, we'd be fine. All right, I think let's... we invested uh, a heck of a lot of money a couple of years ago in a very nice... Uh, it, it, in, in a very nice bunny outfit for you. Yes, from we did. Pajama, yeah, pajamagram. Pajamagram.com. Yeah. Yeah. Look, if you're fine with me wearing that, I mean, I mean, it's very. Oh, cool. we're fine. You go right now. Go to the dressing room and get <laughs> it. Have it. Go get it. We have it. Go no, we gave it, it to be, you. You'll be snuggly and warm. Yeah, yeah I don't. So, so we have that. All right. Um, I got up this morning and I was in a perfectly fine mood, and then I got then I then I arrived, and I started <laughs> and I started reading the news. Um, Oof, I don't even know where to begin. Uh, we have Wanda Sykes, uh, who is, uh, was booed on stage um, for saying that the president-elect is a racist. And I would like to know what the evidence is that he is a racist. He has said things. Um, he said that about Mexicans, that they were rapists. Okay. Not good. Not good. And, and really... Let's be fair about that. We're not Trump fans. However, I think we know what he meant, that some of them are rapists who are coming across the border illegally. And some of them are. I don't think Trump ever meant. He, he spoke it very inartfully in, in political speak. Which he does. But you know what he meant. He didn't mean all of them were rapists. Right? right? I think I we think can so. all, if you're a reasonable so. uh, he person, even, he, you know he didn't mean that. So, he even said, I assume some of them are good people. I assume. I mean, it's so bad. Right, but, but it goes, it's still, it it's not, it's, it's, I, I just don't believe, and maybe he is. Maybe he is. He is surrounded himself. The only himself. evidence is from the past when he was, when they were doing the, the rent things. Uh, you know, with he, his father. Yeah. With his father. Yeah. And that was in the 1970s, but it was with his father. And, you know, his father probably was. I mean, I don't know, but, you know, a different generation. And, you know. Yeah. New York, that's just, I mean, it's just a different world uh, back then. All right. So, I can't take it anymore that people's, that, that, that I said one time 
one time that I think the president has a deep-seated hatred for white people mm-hmm. based on based on evidence his book by the way his, based on his book not just his book but his words he said that his his grandmother was a typical white person right who had a an ingrained and a built-in in their DNA fear of white uh, black, black people. people. Yeah, uh, I mean that's come on. Oh, now. So 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 I I said it. I said it horribly, inartfully. I shouldn't have said it. I've apologized a million times. It has happened. What eight years ago? Eight years ago, I said that. Seven years ago, I said no, that. It was, it was eight or nine years. I am ago, still yeah. asked in every interview about that. Yeah, Wanda Sykes, and it seems every celebrity can go on television and claim with authority that he is a racist. And it doesn't seem to matter. In a time when, at a time when I'm saying, please, please don't make the same mistake that I made. Will you bring that up the next time somebody brings up your, uh, your little incident? Please. No, it wasn't a little incident, but yes, I will bring it up, but they won't they won't matter. It really matter. was a little thing. It was it a won't little matter. Thing. It, it was won't, blown way out of proportion. It won't matter. I know. And 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 here's the thing. I'm begging the left, please don't do that. And here's why. Because no one will listen to you and you're just ratcheting things up. You're just ratcheting them up. Do you have the Bill Maher thing edited yet? I have part of it. Yeah. No, I want the other part. When you get that edited, let me know. Bill Maher came out and said, you know what I learned? Exactly what I warned would happen last week. I said, warning, it's going to start going down this road. I didn't realize it would be the following Monday where they said, we're not mean enough. We're not angry enough. We're not piggish enough. That's what we should have done. And then... The worst piece of video I have ever seen in my life. I, I am very aware of what child abuse is because I grew up in a family with mental child abuse. Nobody that I know of in my family was ever hit or anything else. But mental abuse played a role, and it still plays a role in my family. I have worked my whole life to try to reverse this in my family. It is a disease. I'm going to play the audio of an eight-year-old boy who came home from school who had voted for Donald Trump. Now, he's a black kid, maybe eight. And his mother, he voted for Donald Trump. At school. At school. And his mother has his suitcase packed by the front door. And here's what happens. Since you voted for Donald Trump, you can get your get out. Uh Uh-uh. The suitcase is packed by the door. Yeah, been packed since this morning. Bye. Matter of fact, uh, and get your sign so some, so when the people see you outside, they know why you're standing out there. Here you go. No. Here. Now Take your kid sign. Absolutely yeah. believes 
that mother is doing this. She's now taking him to the front door to grab his bag. Now she's opening the door and trying to push him out. Here's your suitcase, bye. Oh, David. Uh-uh. Get your suitcase. No! Elba, this is get so your suitcase heartbreaking. get out. Bye. No! Go. Uh, does mom know it wasn't a binding election at school? Get your suitcase. Uh, wow. Get out. Here you go. She pushes him out the door onto the front porch and closes the door. Bye, Donald Trump lover. But it doesn't stop. Now... You got school tomorrow. You should have thought now about stop. that. stop. Now she's chased him off the property and pushing him onto the sidewalk and saying, go, go, leave. And so now it's dark outside and he's now pulling his suitcase and as she's chasing him down the street. Bye. This is where you're going to be at from now on. Why did you vote for him at school? Why did you vote for him at school? Why did you vote for him at school? Because you see him on TV a lot. Boy, bye. Anyways, yep, you see him on TV. Well, I hope you find another TV to see him on, because this is going to be your new home. <laughs> you can't come back here. Bye. Mama. No. Now, this is her other son. She voted for Donald Trump. Now screaming, no, saying, Oh, I want my brother. And he is walking down the street about half a block away. You can go be with the Donald Trump lover. And then she says to her son, you go be with that Donald Trump lover. I hope CPS is on the scene because, wow, that's horrific. I, I... I don't know about anybody else. But I just can't continue to look at it. I, I, how, do we, how do we find joy? How do we find joy? How do you find joy and stay plugged in to what is happening to us? I don't know. I can find joy in my own life and not and not pay attention. I I I I I honestly don't know how to do it. How how what are we turning into? You read the read the hate online. Read the hate online. This didn't heal last week. Nobody wants it to heal. There are those people who are for Donald Trump. Not all of them. A very small minority, I am sure. But they will. They want everyone to be punished. They want vengeance. You will never be a part of this if you weren't there with them the whole time. I don't want to be with you if that's the way you are. Nobody wants to be with you if that's the kind of country you want to be.
You banish people? Who wants to be a part of a nation like that? Is that who we are? Bill Maher says we need to run somebody more vicious in four years. You think this is going to stop this way? You think that we're not going to have riots in the streets if everyone just continues to push in opposite directions? The ones who are being destroyed are the people in the middle. The people, the good people on both sides who say, guys, we're being pulled apart by the edges. And you know what kills me? The people who want to burn it down, the anarchists on one side and the, and quite honestly, the anarchists on the other side, I'm going to be real clear. The Steve Bannons of the world. Steve Bannon wants to burn it down. And you will, if you listen to this show, you will learn what he wants to replace it with. He's a nightmare. And he's the chief advisor to the president of the United States now. If a government becomes hostile to the, to the principles outlaid in our founding documents, life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, that there is a God. He created man. He gave us an inalienable rights. And the government is set up to protect those rights. And those rights mean that you can believe whatever it is you want to believe. You can vote for whoever you want to vote for. But you have to be a decent human being to be able to have those rights. If a government ever becomes hostile, the people have the right to abolish or alter it. But here's what I don't hear, the rest of that line. And replace it with what? Man has to have a government. Replace it with what? We're all burning it down. We are becoming the people of the French Revolution. Just burn it down. It's not the way. And there's a better way. And we can find it if we don't lose our humanity. My Patriot Supply, this, this half hour is our sponsor... Could I just ask you, just for, just for the, just in case somebody in your family loses a job, nothing big, just in case somebody loses their job and you don't have to worry about buying food, you know, families fall apart when there is terrible economic stress. For $997 right now, you can get a year's worth of food for one adult or for family of four, that's three months of food. For nine ninety seven, 
Call them now, 800-946-2325, 800-946-2325, or go to preparewithglenn.com. That's preparewithglenn.com. The Glenn Glenn Beck Beck Program. The fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. The Glenn Beck Program. Mercury. Cal, can you see if you can find that song for me, the whole song? I, you know, I, I listened to this yesterday on the way into, um, into church yesterday with my daughter. And I don't think she was interested in it at all. And uh, I said, it's my favorite Christmas song because of the words. It's a true story. Um, from Longfellow. Longfellow was, uh, you know, we, we know his poems, but we, we, don't, we, we, don't, we don't know the depth of despair that that guy went through. And the bells on Christmas Day, I Heard the Bells, is one of the most powerful songs ever if you actually know the story behind it. It's in the middle of the Civil War. I think his son, one of his sons is killed. Another son loses, I think, a leg. And his wife dies the way the majority of women who died early died, by catching on fire. She was cooking over the stove in the kitchen, which was an open hearth, an open fire, wearing one of those big, huge dresses, And it gets too close to the embers in the fireplace. And her dress catches flame. And she can't put it out. And she calls for Longfellow, her husband. He runs in. He gets on top of her and tries to put her out. He catches on fire. And he's horribly burned and scarred. She dies. And it's Christmas. And he's hearing the cannons roar. Now put yourself back into that time period. Even at the end, Abraham Lincoln did the most unpopular thing he could do. He stood in front of a crowd on his second inaugural address. And he said, we have to bind 
the wounds of this nation. We have to go and comfort and feed and help those who have borne the the sorrows of this war. He didn't want to punish anybody. He didn't want vengeance. He wanted everybody to go home and be an American again. Go home and concentrate on your family. Go home and work on your farm. Go home and love each other. Nobody wanted that. It's the reason why Booth shot him. Because he knew there was hate in the hearts of the country. And if he would just kill Abraham Lincoln, it would start all again. He would be the rebel that had the balls to finish the job. And then the the South would rise again in their hatred. It didn't happen. And that is what Longfellow heard in the bells. His family is forever changed. His wife is dead. Imagine the despair. And he hears the peal of the bells on Christmas Day and he says, there's no God. And the second verse, he says, I hear the roar of the cannons and they mock the song. God's dead. We have gone through time periods much worse than this. But there were people of faith that held us together. I read a lot of, I read de Tocqueville this weekend, Democracy in America. Here's a guy who was trying to figure, comes from France. We get the idea of American exceptionalism from him. Because he's watching us overseas and he's like, what is making, what, how are we, how is this country doing this? What is it that these people have? And he first thinks that it's the abundance of land. That you can go anywhere and you have this land, you can start all over again. And then he thinks, maybe I'll find it in the courts and because there's justice here. Maybe I'll find it in Congress. Maybe I'll find it in the president. It's in the founding documents. He finally realizes that, no, it's, it's not. It's, those things are the effect, not the cause. The effect is a byproduct of people of faith. And he even says, I don't even know if Americans really believe. I can't search their hearts. So I don't know if they actually even believe in their own religion. I don't know. I just do know this. They all know that without 
something that holds them together and holds them to a higher standard of virtue, this whole thing would collapse. They will fight for each other's religion because they know, even if it's not theirs, they know it's what's holding us together. He said one of the most amazing things that he discovered was the missionary program in America. He said, in America... The rich are paying for missionaries to spread religion. He doesn't like Catholics too much. And he said, even the Catholics are doing this, but they're not doing it for the same reason they do it in Europe. When you talk to the people who are spending loads of money to fund these missionaries trip, these missionary trips, they're spending it because they know at some point America may fail, and they want to plant the ideas and the faith and the virtue elsewhere. So if America fails, there will be some place else that will hold this up and free the world. We don't even think that way anymore. And there is no place to go. I keep thinking that maybe God's going to start all over and it will start in China because that's where the church is awake. Maybe maybe he'll start it in China because they've gone to jail for what they believe. George Washington made a point of thanksgiving. Abraham Lincoln made a point of thanksgiving. They all knew that if we would humble ourselves and we would beg for forgiveness, that God would bless us and our land. If we would give thanks to him. Do you know that we didn't even celebrate Christmas for a good portion of our history? Not until the late 1800s did we actually celebrate Christmas. We didn't close a store. We thought that was garish. We thought that was actually wrong. We thought it would be too flashy that Christ's birth was too holy to even talk about in the, in the open space and say, I have to have the day off so we could celebrate. It was too holy. You go to church and you go to work. That's who we were. In the 1940s, during the 1930s, during the Great Depression, FDR knew that we had to give thanks and we needed to praise God on Thanksgiving. But that has nothing to do why, why we celebrate it where we do. It's locked in now. 
and the reason why it's locked in. It wasn't locked in. Sometimes it would be the last weekend. Sometimes it would be two weekends before, but now it's locked in. And the reason why? Because FDR said, we need that extra week of shopping. It will help the economy. We've gone from a country that wouldn't even openly celebrate Christmas because it would be too garish to taking the one of the most sacred, well, the most sacred American holidays of Thanksgiving and moving it because it's good for the economy. We need that extra week of shopping. There is no God. God is asleep. God is dead. Then pealed the bells more loud and deep. The wrong will fail. The right prevail. The peace on earth that we are promised. It's peace on earth to men of goodwill. That's what the actual translation is. Peace on earth to men of goodwill. That's in short supply. And maybe for the next five weeks, we should try to figure out how we all can be men and women and children of goodwill. Sponsor this half hour is Casper Mattress. How'd you sleep last night? How'd you sleep last night, Pat? Really well. You recovered from our little adventure last night? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, I, I left the Boy Scout camp uh, on Friday night at about 4 a.m., Oh, they, did they close the camp down? Oh, uh, wait, I'll, everybody don't, went? don't even start with me, mister. I didn't show up for my kid. Uh, I, I, oh, I've got a rant on the Boy Scout camperie coming up in a minute. But anyway, <laughs> I ran home like a little girl to my Casper mattress so I could get a good night's sleep. About 4 o'clock in the morning, I finally laid down in my bed and went, ha, ah. was, uh, was Was Rafi on board with that? Or did you just... No, I left him. Oh, did you? I left him, yeah. yeah. He got up the next morning and he looked and he was like, Dad, where's Dad? Tent still up. Where'd my dad go? <laughs> he left at 4 o'clock in the morning. He actually said, my dad does a lot of things well. Camping is not one of them. <laughs> anyway, uh, get your Casper mattress right now. Use promo code BECK. Get $50 off the purchase of your mattress. The best night's sleep you've had. You're looking for a new mattress? It's a Casper mattress. Casper.com. Offer code BECK. Terms and conditions do apply. Casper.com. Offer code BECK. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Mercury. Welcome to the program. Pat and I were out last night. Um, 
Uh, we uh, did a special presentation on the uh, Constitution and the First Amendment, and I decided, of course, to go a different direction. Uh, <laughs> what? Yeah, I did. Stunning oh. surprise. Yeah. Stunning surprise. Stunning surprise. Pat gets there, and he looks at me and said, Nah, it's not gonna go. This is not gonna go. What we <laughs> planned was it? You, know. you got Glenapalooza planned here. I mean, I I got he got there. <laughs> so. I got there half an hour early, and he was there for a half an hour already. So you were there an hour early. Yeah. So he could do two separate chalkboards, <laughs> and I needed four. <laughs> we had two. Four, <laughs> and he also laid out uh, thirty-eight hundred books. About uh, that, yeah. yeah. So it was. But it was all. It was in an hour. I did it in an hour. Hour and ten. Was it an hour ten? Mm-hmm. Did you get the? Um, did you get a shot at all? Yeah, I got about a half an hour. Yeah, oh. mm-hmm. it was plenty of time. It was good. We had ninety minutes. I went ten minutes over. Yeah, uh, but uh, nobody ever thought I could get all of it done, and I got all of it done. And it was, it was. Um, uh, there's a lot to lot to learn uh, that I'm that I'm learning now. And this new thing that we've kind of stumbled onto is really good. Really good and really important, and I, I, yeah. uh, we'd never considered it before. No, I, I learned some things about the Declaration of Independence that I think is really, really, really important. And how tight it is to the, the Constitution. Constitution, and I'll, I'll um, maybe we'll line that out uh, later this week. Good, uh, because it's 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 quite good, uh, and what we all need to know if we're going to go in and uh, stand for the Constitution, we we need to learn a few things. Um, because, and it's not just the, oh, you know, what article five, no, 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 it's the spirit of it. And it is why it is so under attack by the left and by progressives, or even those people who wanted to continue slavery. Um, you you know, I could lay out a, a pretty good historical case on why we are damaging in particular the Declaration of Independence and the role that it plays currently to the Constitution that I bet a lot of federal judges don't even know. Back in a minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Mercury. The key to having a great day starts with having a great night's sleep, and I know because I have a Casper mattress. The Casper mattress was invented with two high-tech foams that give you all of the support that you need and guarantee that you get the best night's sleep ever. Time Magazine named Casper mattress one of the best inventions of 2015. Casper ships for free in a box so small you won't believe it holds the actual mattress, making it simple to get from your front door to your bedroom. And you try it for 100 nights risk-free. They'll come and pick it up if you don't love it as much as I love mine, and they'll refund every single dime. Once you try it, you're never going to want to sleep on anything else. Having a great day by having a great night's sleep, casper.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn, $50 off the purchase of your mattress at casper.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. Don't forget, $50 off the purchase of your mattress, casper.com slash Glenn. Terms and conditions do apply. 